When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. My God, Mike. Welcome to the hundredth episode of the podcast called The Brewers. That's crazy. This is we've never we've never been live. No, this and, is the first. And we are <laughs> we are live in Sarasota at the Art Ovasion Hotel. Um, and Katie from Knockout Productions and all of us are part of the True Brew Weekend. <laughs> uh, we have a lot to get into. We have friends here coming in today. We have Shaka coming up here and Joe Sib and and but I thought one of the coolest things today in Sarasota, we went to St. Armand's Circle uh, to look for I have like my favorite. I don't know if you guys know Sarasota very well. How you doing? And um, they have this Greek restaurant there and I go there every time and then went there. It was closed. I don't know if they closed for good. So we went to another place and as we're coming out. These two ladies walk up to Mike and they go, oh my God, it's Mike, Mike the sound guy. <laughs> and, and, and they're going, so uh, why, did you, why did you move to St. Augustine, Florida? And Mike's face, he's going, I'm sorry, who, who are you? He's, there's a reason why Mike doesn't like being seen when you watch him on the podcast. You only see the back of his head, which is more fascinating that they knew who you were. Maybe they were. I was amazed. I was like, how do you recognize someone from the back of their head? That's I, crazy. I wasn't even wearing a hat. It was no, no hat, nothing. The face, your face was priceless. And then he was, he's like, I'm, I'm sorry. What I, he said, uh, do I know? And then they looked at me and they went, yeah, we know who you are. We want to talk to Mike. <laughs> The sound guy. <laughs> I was just as baffled as you were, man. I'm like, what? Okay, all right, cool. Right yeah, on. Yeah, it was it was pretty amazing to watch uh, Mike get recognized. So um, tonight, well, last night we kicked it off, which we'll get into. There's, uh, we have. Uh, I want to thank all the diehard Patreon members that are here that have flown here from all over, and everyone that's here, not just the Patreon members, but everyone. We went on a. Uh, a sunset cruise last night, which we'll get into a little later. And um, just real quick, Katie, you gave the Patreon members a 10% discount for some shows coming up here in Florida. I will tell you, though, I'm assuming you – I don't know if you looked at the email. I sent you I, – I, so you wrote – so here's the deal. October 7th, I'm going to be in Dunedin, Florida. The The – the percent, the code is Patreon Dunedin, but you've, you flopped them. 
So for de- so I I told Evan don't. Oh, don't. Yeah, yeah. So I have October seventh Dunedin and October fourteenth um, Deltona, and just on the email it was yeah it was flopped. So I just I think it's it's all good. So if you're if you're a Patreon member and you want to go see these shows for a ten percent discount, October seventh Dunedin, Florida. Was, uh, if there's any Canadians here and you Blue Jay fans. That's where the Blue Jays play. Good, no Canadians. Not that. No, actually, there is a Canadian. Where's that Canadian I saw? Someone flew here from Canada. Um, and October 14th, Deltona. Patreon Dunedin, Patreon Deltona. Um, and that's the Shabiggle. So I want to bring on, I want to bring up here uh, a great friend that I've had a really long time. He's He's been on the show. And... I had the greatest moment. We're driving here. It was me, my daughter, and uh, we're driving here with a with a friend. And I'm explaining to the person I'm with, man, man, wait till you meet Joe Sib. I go, he's a 55 year old go- uh, guy that talks like a 17 year old surfer. And I, I go, t- and he always brings the greatest energy. He's always like, dude, bro, rad. Are we stoked? Yo, we're wedging. Bro, this place is amazing. It's stoked. Oh, my God. I'm so hot. So I explain, I explain to the driver. I go, wait, wait till you meet this guy. You're going to love the guy. Bro, sick, cool. Dip. All of a sudden, the phone rings. The phone rings. I went, oh, my God, it's Joe Sib. First thing out of his mouth. Dude, Bro. Wait till you get to this hotel. I thought it was Budge. And I'm like, Budge? I thought it was Low Budge. Bro, this place, Mimosa, when you walk in, stout. This place rocks it. Please welcome a great friend. He also helps run my entire merchandise. The merchandise man. And the opening show for tonight, Mr. Joe Sib, everybody. Bro, what up? Joe. I what I thought when I got here, I thought it was gonna suck. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can take. Yeah, I. So when when I got here, I didn't know. I thought it was gonna be like that place we went to at Largo. Do you guys remember that? And I was like, that was the worst. I was scared when I was there. I was yeah, like, we did a show. Dude. We did a show with Katie and Largo. Katie tried and to I kill th- us. It I thought it was like, a meth place. I really did. I thought yeah. it was like where they cook meth, and. It was one of those, are you here for the Brewer show? Go down this dirt road, make a left, and give two winks, and then go past, and we'll let you in. I said although, that, although it went great. It was great, but, what, yes. but when we got there, Jim said, hey, if you haven't eaten, do not leave the venue. Do not yes. leave the venue. And I was like, why? And he's like, as you would say, it's sketchy. It's very sketchy. No, it was like when you go to resort maybe in uh, – like certain places, like let's say Honduras, or you go. <laughs> no, have you ever been like a like a what are they called? Like the all inclusive places. Yeah, the place where you're like get your like, food, beer, yeah, yeah. all and together. When you, yeah. And when you show up, they go, um, just don't leave the resort. Yeah, and you go. Why well, is everything cool? With rifles protecting you. There's yeah, a yeah. lot of rifles and the barbed wire fence. That was our gig in Largo. But I'm not kidding, here. Kidding. Yeah, but, but when I here. got here yesterday, you were stoked. I literally, I called him and I called Katie, and I was freaking out because I was, 
I was like blown away. First of all, I ran into, um, I think I ran into Thomas right when I got here. Yep. And I was like, yes. Yep, and, yep. He, and then they gave me candy. And I never. <laughs> we it's got, easy to please Joe Sib, by yeah, the way, if you need. It was saltwater taffy. I was stoked. I was like, yes. And then I called you and I was like, dude, you're going to be so stoked when you get here. Yeah. So tonight, if you're not part of the um, rooftop um, silent disco, and you need to sneak, uh, sneak in. A, it's going to be impossible unless you got some candy for Joseph. <laughs> He's easy to bribe. He's I easy can't. to get in there. Um, Joe, yes. I noticed for the first time. I just saw your your shirt, your first shirt John's ever. John's wearing it right there. That's look at John. He's got a. I. He's got the Joe Sib shirt. All right. I mean, are they here? Look, there's right there. Yeah, we're still. There's another them. one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're here. Yeah. I don't know if that bothers me that you're selling more shirts than me. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm, and, I, and by the way, I'm kidding because me and Joe, uh, we create the shirts and we share all with one another. And technically, I. You made money on I'm, that right there. Yeah. I'm making money on that. Money. And, I, and I helped you create it. Yeah. You know what's that's funny, though, is that because a long time ago. A long time ago, when Jim, I don't know if you remember this. Remember when I, I used to sell? It was so long ago. I sold the CDs. Yeah. And I remember one time we were out when Jim was selling. You know, they got merchandise, and I had the CDs. And he's like, he's like, dude, no one's buying CDs. What are you doing? And I'm like, you know, they're not gonna sell. He's like, no, no one's gonna buy them. You got to get something else. And I, I was like, what am I gonna do? And then when no. it came around the shirt idea, no, you no. were like, you should do a shirt. No, I know what happened. We started going on the road. And, you know, I sell shirts and stuff and you, and you, and, but Joe, I had Monty, who's an Australian comedian. And Monty he, Franklin, amazing. And he absolutely murders with this little, wow. he's got this little koala bear, it, it, like a racer that you put on a pencil. All First right? of all, Monty is like six foot two Australian, yeah. the yeah. best. He's so, so good looking. Every Everyone chick's, loves him. Every chick looks at him. That's why we don't bring him anymore. We don't bring him anymore. Yeah, he's out. He's, he's done gone. with the rest of the tours. <laughs> He's don't even stare at his acting. Like, oh my god, he's beautiful. He's so wild. And then he talks like this, the host the set. And so by great. the way, after the show, ladies, I'll be selling this little kangaroo. And uh, it's only and uh, he says, and proceeds, I'm sure they do. They go to <laughs> they, they go to koala bears over there in Australia. I'm like, oh my god. I need a proceed. He, he seriously, uh, he will sell. I'm not kidding. He will sell. He'll come up to me afterwards and go, how'd you do on the koalas? He's like, mate, I made $5,000. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. And I'm like, don't tell anybody that. Yeah. He was making more in the night than I was getting paid for, for the, the entire gig. gig. It's true. It's totally true. So, Joe, then, we, then you were like, we got to get something. Dude, bro, I need, you know what I need? I need, I need like a magnet. Yeah. I need I need like a, a like a little magnet, and you had the magnet. Yeah, you was, were a fan of the magnet. I hated the magnet. He hates the magnet. I hate the set. You know what? I, I hate sales pitches. This yeah. is, you would you would finish the show and you're like, hey, uh, I, I got a magnet. I'm like, oh, well, dude, you got to tell them how the one time Josh Blue was like when I was bringing you on stage, he's like, oh, you got to tell the okay, story about yes. how he goes, how he told me. You know, well, what tell me. me. All right, so for those you, for those you don't know, Josh Blue, very funny comedian. The He's best. got several palsy. If that, not that that matters, but it may go. Oh, I know who you're talking about. And he was on. Uh, I think he won America's uh, Got Talent America's or something. Got talent, Mer America. Yeah. yeah First of all, stand, yeah. 
last comic standing. That's right. So Josh Blue comes to our show in Colorado. And oh God! First of all, <laughs> I remember this part now. And first of all, he tells me a story about touring with Ron White, and it was. I never laughed so hard in my life. He goes, I just, now I'm not making fun of anyone's cerebral palsy. I'm just, I, I just reenact what I hear. So Josh talks with a slur and he goes, so, and when he, he looks hammered. We're, see the way I look all the time? He's, he's 10 times worse. He's 10 times worse. Um, and I don't know if he's open about. I don't know if he wants everyone to know about what happened on the tour with Ron. No, no, I'm, I'm telling it. it. I'm Are telling, you telling it. it. All right. No, no, I'm telling it. It's a great story. No, no. no. So he goes. So he goes. Ron White asked me to go on tour, and I went, "Oh my God, it's amazing!" And he goes, "But he hasn't been on a tour for a while because his tour manager passed away." I went, oh. He goes, yeah, he was with him for like 25 years. And he goes, he asked me to do 15, 20 minutes a night. And he goes, which is amazing because I do an hour to an hour 20. So 15. I'm like, oh, cool. He goes, well, then I got on the tour bus. And the tour bus, he goes, have you ever been on Ron White's tour bus? I went, no. He goes, it's. And the way he's like. It's all brand new carpeting on the ceiling, all white, white, white couch, white chairs, and Ron likes to have a lot of drinks. <laughs> he goes, so I started having some drinks too. Join the tour. He goes, but after three, four wines, my my, he's, he has a name for his, he, he's got cerebral palsy, so if he drinks too much, his one hand starts shaking. He goes, well, we'll call him Mr. Lefty. Mr. Lefty got excited and started flipping the red wine all over. And he goes, and then I dropped the bottle and it smashed and it splattered the entire... <laughs> Right, right. So he goes, so that wasn't a good way to start off the tour. <laughs> then, wait a minute. Huh? Oh, no, we're getting to it. We're getting to it. Then he goes, so then I like smoking marijuana. <laughs> and I said, you know what, Ron? And I'm cleaning it. And Ron's like, hey, you don't worry about it, kid. Would you? Don't worry. Well, I'll get someone to clean it. No big deal. Just don't worry about it. Goes, Thank you, man. He goes, is it okay if I smoke marijuana? He goes, sure, sure. Just he goes, well then, you know, Mr. Hand is all humped up and I dropped the bowl while it was lit and it burned a hole in the carpet. And he goes, so we get we get past that. He goes, now we're doing all the shows. And at every Ron White show, he has three dressing rooms. And when there's performers in a dressing room, you have the one room that, hey, I want green M&M, whatever you ask for. The, the, I never, I, I asked for coffee and water. 
But yeah, every time they're like, they're like, what does Jim want? We want to take care of him. We got IPAs. We got wine. Dude, we'll bring everything. And I'm like, he just wants coffee. Dude, the, I, I worked it. one of the events that Jim worked oh, yeah, at. That's I worked right. at the theater oh. and I got his like his itinerary, what he wanted for the room. And it was like peanuts and something else. And I actually I called you on the phone. You I'm like, did. dude, do you want these peanuts? And you're like, do you want them? I'm like, not really. <laughs> He's like, I fucking take them out. I don't care. Yeah, I, I think the Asian always puts something on there. I just want coffee and water. That's all I care. So in Ron Wright's room, he has what he asked for. And then the opener, which is Josh Blue, has what he says he loves Bud Light before, <laughs> before what went down. Okay? This is pre- Free Bud Light commercial scandal. And um, he goes, but I was always be, and he goes, in another room, there was a third room with another bucket of ice and Bud Light bottles in there with like some snacks. He goes, so after every show, Ron goes up for an hour and a half. I'm done in 20 minutes, so I'm, you know, I'm smoking, and I drink my, I'm always done with my Bud Light, and I'd always walk past this one room, and the beer would always just be there at the end of the night. I said, what a waste. So after the second week, I said, screw it. I went in the other room, and I drank all of the beer. And then I was really, really messed up because I drank like 12 beers and I was high. And then Ron White and his new road manager stopped and stared at me in silence. And I said, is everything okay? And they looked at me and they said, I guess we, he found Steve's room. And I said, who's Steve? And they said, that's our old road manager. And this was a memorial to him every time we went out. Right, right, right. And I go, so I go, oh, shoot, was he mad? He goes, well, I don't do any more Ron White days, I'm telling you that. <laughs> so, he comes, so he comes to the show and then... You take what he said. Well, happens. he came to the show, and and the best part was was Jim was like, "Hey, I want to bring, I want to have Josh come out and do some time, you know." Yeah. And I and I'm like, "Okay." And he's like, "You know, I'll Joe, you go up. I did my set, and when I was up on stage, you know, I had the magnet, and I was bringing up Jim, and I used to be like, "Okay, everybody, blah blah blah," and I would take too long, because everyone's there to see Jim, and I would take too long with the magnet sale. And Jim had been so cool, he never said anything no, about I, it. I would never say anything. Never so, said Joe anything. Joe would finish his set. He'd go, hey, all right, did you like me? Like, imagine going to see you a like me. Okay, said, No, I, said, I know that. Thanks, I, everyone. I, that was really fun. And okay, all right, I got these magnets where I'm supposed to go. All right, you guys, let's get to the main event. Jim Brewer. You know, and he's chomping. I well, it's, take not, a little it's not me. If I go to an event, I go to any event, the minute the, minute the opening act is done, I don't want to hear you talk ever again. Like, it's like... <laughs> It's like, okay, it's it. done. Great. This is great. It's done. Oh, shoot. Now he's talking. God. But How he never said he that. Talking? So For I like, didn't. I he never, never said he was always. He would always go like this. I, I could tell kind. sometimes I when I shook his hand, 
he might look at me a little different, like, mm. but he, dude, we'd be in a car for hours the next day and he wouldn't say a word. No. And in literally in three, three minutes after I came off stage, Josh came around and goes, Hey, you can't, you, he was ready to go. And why would you take so long? Don't do that anymore. And I was like, all right. And, and then, and then he's like, I'm not, you know, he's like, you can't, you know, he's ready to go. You don't see that. And I was like, Josh, really? He goes, yeah. Hasn't he ever said anything to you? And I go, no. And Josh saw, well, I said it for him. I was like, all right. But then, so me and Josh right away, I, yeah. I love him. And right away we bond, but I'll tell you this, man, Jim just said, Hey Joe, have Josh ready to go after I'm done with this bit. So normally you'd hang out in the green room and, you know, drink a couple of beers. Josh is like, Hey, I want to go outside. I don't like to hang out in the green room. I'm like, outside? We go outside. He has six beers. I'm not kidding you guys. Oh, he yeah. has six beers. He has a pipe. He has weed. And he's the whole time for, I, Jim's on for an hour. Dude, he never stopped. I was like, I was looking at him and he's, he's smoking. He's drinking. He's telling me all these great stories. And I, and I kept walking in and I'm like, Okay, Jim's been on 30 minutes. He's been on 40 minutes. We get to an hour. I come back. He's got another six beers. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm telling I kid oh, you guys not. Yeah. He wasn't any different no. at all. He was fine. No. He was fine. I think I we had, have the cure for his disease. You think he found it? I don't know. I had I had like three beers with him, and I was like, I got to tighten it up. I got to tighten it up. Yes. And then I go, oh, okay, wait, this is great. Josh, I, I go, I'm going to I'm gonna go. I'm going to tell you when it's time. And so I go inside, and then... uh. He goes, hey, oh, yeah. do you think it'll be funny if I take all these beer cans and I put them in my jacket so when I come out and Jim brings me, I'll drop them all over the stage. And in my head, I'm like, I don't know if Jim's going to dig that, but let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be cool. And and he puts them all over his you know shirt and everything. And then I remember you're like, all right, Josh. And he came out. And Wait a minute. But didn't he play a trick on you that night? Oh. That was when monkeypox was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Oh, God, that's right. I'll never, oh, my God. Dude, it freaked me out, bro. I was sitting there. Wait, wait, before you even say anything, you got to stand. Joe does not do any, he doesn't do marijuana. He doesn't, he just, he'll have a, he'll have a drink here and there. So. I like a martini. I like bourbon. Yeah. Every once in a while, Tequila. I'm, I'm constantly like, mmm. You want a you want a little edible cookie? So it's, it's, so whenever he comes, no, no. This whenever is he's you, on the road, he's like, bro, can I eat this? I'm like, Joe, I would never leave something out that you can just eat and start tripping an hour from now. Why would I? Well, I don't know, dude. I don't, I don't know. I get, you like to mess with people. No, because like I'll go, we'll get in the car, and you have all the treats right there, and I'll go to eat one. I'm like, could it be that treat? No, it's because I met I messed him up once. One time I went. I said, oh, you're going to be fun in about an hour. And you went, dude, dude. That's my nightmare. Dude. That is my nightmare, I went, seriously. I said, it's not going to be bad. It's just you trip. For He's like, dude, yeah. serious? Nightmare. And every 15 minutes, I go, do you feel it yet? Dude. 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 I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. It's not cool. It's not cool. So this Josh. So Josh. So I'm sitting there with Josh, and we're drinking beers. And I keep checking in on what time he's going to go in. And then this server from the club came out and the guy, the guy came out and for some reason Josh saw, okay, hey man, thank you. You can put the beers there. And I'm like, and I'm talking to the kid that's giving us the beers and you know, whatever. And we both drink our beers and you know, we, he puts the beers there and the guy walks away and then I grab my beer and I take a sip. And as I go to take a sip, he goes, hey, hey, don't, don't drink that. And I go, why? He goes, I, 
I'm pretty sure the server has monkeypox. <laughs> and I go, are you serious? And he goes, yeah, he was sweating. And, and, the, and, the, and the other server, when you were gone, said that someone has it. And I was like, dude, are you serious right now? And then he looks at me, he's all, no. <laughs> Lights up another bowl. Oh, yeah. And that night afterward, after he, then he comes out, him and Jim do a bit together. They crush it. Whole club. Go, it's Denver, so everyone loves Josh. They're because he's so from there. Excited. He's from there. Yeah. Everyone's so excited. And then after all of that, I remember Josh was like, "What do you? You guys want to go out?" And and we went out, and he did the same Dude, thing at the bar. Just I don't know how he died. Later, see you guys. Baffles my mind how any human being can 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 take that much. So he killed it. Um, I want to bring up here a great friend. I've known him since high school. He's going to be performing inside, playing playing some tunes as you go in and sit down, wait for the show. And I um, I perform at the Paramount Long Island uh, once every four months. It's my favorite gig in the entire country. It's a beautiful theater, and um, I've been asking people nonstop, "Hey, if you want to, if you want to play guitar or whatever." Uh, you know, go in there. I go, it'd be kind of cool if you can. They're not paying attention to you. They don't expect anything. Can I tell, can I tell them how? Yeah. Lou, yeah. The way it really goes down is we were at, we were having dinner on a Friday before a show at the Paramount. And this young kid's playing yes. all these songs, right? Yeah. And he's up there and Jim and I are having a couple of drinks. Monty's with us. We're all like, yeah, this Trunk is killer. loving yeah. Jimmy is in rare he's, form. I'm he, like. He's got two martinis in him. And this kid plays this Oasis song. You know the band Oasis? Yeah. And Jim goes, I hate that band. I can't stand it. And then I go, and he's saying it loud. He goes, but I love this kid's version of this song. And the, and the kid goes, oh, he's like sitting there. And then after the show, it was like full mafia. Um, oh, yeah. We asked the kid, we're all, come over to the table. And tell he comes kid, over. Tell the kid to come over and I want to talk yeah. to him. And the kid comes <laughs> over. He comes over with his guitar. And Jim just looks at him and goes, "Yeah, how would like, you like to play the Paramount tomorrow in front of twelve hundred people tomorrow? You like that kid?" And the kids look like, at me like, "Wow, what are you talking about?" I'm like, oh, "I'm being dead serious." In the morning, I'm like, "Did I tell him?" Yeah, like that night, the kids like, "What time do I need to be there? Yeah. What song should I play?" And all that stuff. So that's how we started having musical guests. And he was good. He was great. He was great. He was great, but I'm telling you guys tonight, man, all we, I got to get, the guy you're going to hear tonight, you're going to love. And the coolest part was Katie. Katie goes, oh, my God, I just started crying listening to him <laughs> doing the sound check. I've never, you said that, too. Like, what do what you, what? Oh, dude, he was, he was playing Fleetwood Mac. You know that song, people get older. Than and I was just like, oh, I was just <laughs> crying. <laughs> Yeah. Jimmy Shaka is a legend. Thank yes. you guys for having me. Thank Please you welcome. So much, Don't go too far away. I won't. Please welcome my uh, high school friend, dear soul friend, Jimmy Shaka. For those of you listening to the podcast, you all can know him as the Bunker Friend. What's up, Jimbo? What's going on? Joe Sib. I, I absolutely, absolutely love Joe Sib. Joe, Joe Sib knows the secret of life appreciation yes all right absolutely he, he knows the secret of life well you came in and me and joe it was the first i mean i've known you my whole life and i mean our whole life this it started in high school if it wasn't for shaka i most likely wouldn't be 
really going after stand-up comedy or anything else because you were the one that came to me in high school and what happened was we had a sketch skit night skit night right yeah, 11th now, grade 10th 11th 12th grade right competing against each other right for the yes for the sketches and all that jazz but i at the time loved eddie murphy so i would walk all over the hallways going hey, 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 hey. i'm eddie murphy damn, i'm gummy damn it and i and I, if i did that today i'd be right, i'd right, be thrown right. in thrown in a canceled camp but i would imitate eddie murphy all day i would imitate richard pryor all day do you remember i'd run down the hallways pretending to smash my head into the lockers, <laughs> into the lockers yeah. yeah so yeah. i'd run all the way down the hallway and i i do a total fit you couldn't see i was professional i would look like i'm smashing my head into the locker and it would go and everyone would turn around I'm like i'm all right i'm all right so as a clown but shocky goes brewer you got to be in sketch night and i went i'm not doing that fairy ass acting nonsense with those freaky geeky nerds and you went dude no it's because i had a denim jacket with judas priest on that was way too cool for that way too cool to be hanging out with geeks like that and you go no dude you gotta do just just meet them and you introduced me to them and we basically it was very close to uh it was noah's ark it was right it was noah's ark and i said but but do noah as Eddie Murphy. As Eddie Murphy. Right. Which right there, you, you, you know, you can't go wrong. Jim Brewer doing Noah's Ark as Eddie Murphy. Right. right? So you know, like, Cubit, hey, your ass. I ain't doing no, no, Cubit. You know, you know, doing the whole thing. Right. Which then we later found out was a Cosby bit. Right, right, right. Which we, you didn't, we didn't even know. And you, so, but what happened was the crowd went so berserk. I went from the quiet funny kid in the back of the class that was also shy and I would always let loose only in front of my close friends to the next day I mean like every chick you ever had a crush was like hi Jim Brewer you're so funny <laughs> every dude that I was ever intimidated was like dude you gotta come to our party we didn't know you were pissa I'm like what is going pissa. on right now pissa Pissa. And then the next night they were chanting for me to come out and I, I came out and they went berserk. And I, I oh, have no. to say, I think that was, no. that was the first real bug. And that you were, you would perform gigs at this little tiny rock club called February's and Jimmy would do all these Aerosmith songs and you like Jimbo go up and MC and tell some jokes in between right do no come up open up i said open up for us yeah right? in front right. of all three people from right, our high right. school <laughs> right <laughs> right and um and uh i remember the first bit well you remembered it too i did first one was it was live aid and i went hey so uh how about that live aid when uh, the best part is when they threw an ethiopian on stage and ozzy bit his head off remember that <laughs> that's a good bit <laughs> and then no then you had you had he had you had this bit uh something about driving on your bicycle and you're like because yes. everyone had long hair back in the, the day or 80s yes. everyone had long hair right and uh and and something about uh 
driving by. Hey, yeah, yeah, I'm going to pinch this girl's ass. Wow, right? what a hot, look at the ass on this chick. Look right. at the ass on, oh, shoot, that was a guy. And that was, right. I thought I was so brilliant. Right. I thought that was like, when I get discovered with stand-up comedy like this, it's just lights out. But, but yeah, they, man. But you know what? That 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 just that belief alone. Look where we are. Look, look where, where we are. are guys. True Brew weekend, baby. True Brewer. You know, it's a powerful thing. So, one of the things that I thought was interesting that that Joe brought up, because you come on the podcast in the bunker section where we go in the conspiracy world and the deeper world. Which, by the way, Shaka has been on this since high school. I could not, back in the day, I'd get stoned with Shaka. And I'd be like, I can't, I did. I, I can't go that far out. I, I don't know where you're going. You're like, no, you don't understand in the future and AI and then this and that. I'm like, I, you have been on everything that exists today for yeah. your entire lifetime and that blows my mind right so one of the things we were talking about went you don't understand so we went on it we went on a uh, sunset cruise last night with with some of the patreon members right and we we're like dude you you understand like you're gonna get recognized as the as the bunker guy like the conspiracy guy yeah and you ended yeah. up talking oh with, my god we're, so many people like uh I, I, I loved meeting everybody. You guys were so awesome. Angela's Reiki master over here. Wendy, yes. California. Yes. But Kevin, yes. Uh, uh, North Carolina. Yep. The and, whole crew. And, yep. This yep. banana. But you started. Even getting, John. Even John. <laughs> but you started going. They started going into. I noticed they started getting into they were fascinated there was two or three guys Everybody. that were really fascinated like do you know about this and do you know right. about this right and then, and then dude you're like a guru and then the kid which you you'll never see we call him the kid um there are cameras everywhere and i don't even know where they are this kid just like the rest of the world you'll right. see it, you, <laughs> you you may see him inside um we started torn with him in Metallica, which I'll tell Joe, I think I got a new bit to bring him on the podcast. We call him the kid. He's a professional film guy and editor. And a lot of videos that you see online are filmed by the kid. And the kid is going through some stuff right now. He's going through some, some, I shouldn't put his personal life out there. It's, but long story short, today I wake up and this kid never talks. Yeah. And he's like, Shaka, this kid does not talk. He just goes, Shaka was very helpful. Very I go, helpful. what do you mean? He goes, very helpful with me last night. I go, what? Just the things I have going on in life. And he did. Those words wow. was like three years of him talking. So yeah. I, I don't know what you said to him, but you you infiltrated the kid's heart. And um, we, yeah, we were, uh, what were we talking? We were just talking about, just talking about, like he, he said something like, yeah, I'm over it. I'll leave it at that. Talked about a situation. Said I'm over it. Yeah. Right. And just his eyes went that way or something like that. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. You know. And I'm like, uh, I just basically said, uh, like, feel it and heal it. Like that's kind of my mantra, right? Like, um, what were we talking about? We were talking about. I know what you're talking about. 
I just don't know if he wants it revealed. All right. All right. So we won't. Which we won't I say shouldn't too have much, put but, you in that but, position. Here, yeah, Shaka, talk about it. Never mind. About that's on me. Psychology. Yeah, that's on yeah. me. It's yeah. like, I was like, yeah, talk about it. No, don't talk about it. No. Um, and then Joe, Joe Sibbs said the same thing this morning that he's like, dude, I woke up in the middle of the night and I thought about what you said. Yes. I'm like, wow. No, that's but you. Cool. Been, and it helped. Yeah. You know? So we used to do a radio show together. And I thought the two of the coolest things I ever saw in my life was when Deepak Chopra came on. Yeah. And Deepak Chopra, back in the early 2000s, he was really like, that's when he was peaking. And he came on the show. And you went, he you went toe to toe with Deepak for forty five straight minutes, and he's like Kid from Elmont. Yeah, it just and that moment made me realize all of you in this room, and this has always been an important thing in my whole life. Don't go up to celebrities. Don't go up to anyone you think is more important than you, and go, well, you know, I'm just a little guy. Because I even say, even that little pebble thrown in a pond, you don't know how far out those ripples go. And here you were, that, that was such a moment in time. Like you have this guy, travels the world, heals all these people. And he was talking from us, blue collar, Elmont, South Shore, Long Island. Right. And he was blown away by you as everyone would have said, just the little guy, the nobody guy. Right, so right. you just never know the impact you have on anyone. And to be honest with you, people like Shock and all of you has made the impact on me. And I, I this is uh, this is a little mind boggling for me you, just Jimbo. to be here. So cheers yeah. to all you guys. Thank you. Um, and can I, can, yeah. can I say one thing? Like this crowd tonight, especially talking to some of these people, you know, like, especially when we're doing the bunker and we're doing all that stuff, like we're talking about like the dark side of life. Yes, yes. And it's yes, very yes. easy to think that the dark is so big and so bad, yeah. but there are so many more good people in the world and you guys prove it. Yeah. And the minute you realize it, <coughs> we're it's, just saying that. Yeah. You, all you got to do Absolutely. is realize it. It's the, the numbers are, I, I can't even tell you, it's astronomical of how many people feel the same way. You just don't realize it because every day of your life, you're infiltrated saying you're the little guy and everyone else is the big and everyone on the news is the bigger and they're not bigger. They're not even close to the amount of people that feel the same way in life. And we are, and we are connected. 100%. We are connected way more. And, and that is the bigger fear of them is when we realize that and we That's overcome right in the way that we will yeah. um when do you got to go are you got to go up soon I'm going yeah in about uh i think 20 minutes right when they open the door oh okay right so they open up it's uh like 10 after 7 30. so make sure you guys are in there when shaka gets up there and please for those of you going to the silent disco later all right bro are you coming to that what's that you coming to the silent disco Hell yeah. Okay, we're gonna get right. silent disco is gonna be fun. All right. And if you wanna you wanna get deep stuff, you catch Shaka before he goes. Hey Sibber. Hey Joe. You good? Are you I know you're selling merch over there. I'm sorry. You look hopped up, you okay? I gotta say something. Yeah. Did did I tell you that the Patreon members gave me a card? What do you mean? They gave me where where who where's oh. John? John's right there, yeah. You guys gave me this card. It was, and they wrote all these nice things in it. Yes. And I had a, yes. what date was that? 
We meant to give that to Jim. That wasn't for you, Joe. Um, but I read it last night, and I just want to say thank you, you guys, so much, because I was in my room, and I had two bourbons, and I was really sad, and I was contemplating where I am, am at in my life, selling T-shirts. And uh, <laughs> at that moment, I was like, I don't know if I'm really in the right place. And then I read what you guys wrote in the card, and it just really, it really it brought me back to not jumping out of the window. And I really thank you, guys. Yes. So, thank you. You're welcome. So nice. It was like really hard. It was... Nice I know. things. Super cool. And that's, and I have to say, there's, um, and listen, I don't want anyone to feel left out at all, but I'll just be honest and pay due where it's, where, where it should be done as far as, so a hundred episodes ago, this whole thing started with me just making a statement and the statement was, Hey, I'm not playing venues that will force any type of card or force you to get shot, blah, blah, blah. And it... And I didn't really... It was a Facebook video. And I brought up God and like, God, I don't need specialists. God's my specialist. I know how he designed me and da, da, da. And, you know, scientists are paid, you know, whatever I said. I went on and on and on. I'm like, I will not... I'm not giving into it, and nor should you. Well, all I remember is my agent going, uh, uh, this is, this is picking up a lot of traction. I'm like, what is the video? He goes, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be on the news. I went, I went, how do you? How do you know that? He goes, oh, no, it's it's definitely, I, we already see it. I'm like, what do you mean we already see it? And then I had, you know, guys like Keith Olbermann, who's very respected. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, you know what? I'm being negative. I take that back. Keith, you're a wonderful man. I used to love you on ESPN. Um, and I'm sure you've got a good heart before they pay you that paycheck to say the things you must say. You will do what I say when I say, say what I paid for. Hey, everybody. Anyway, with that said, getting off the rails here. We haven't even done the show yet. No. I had a, um, yeah, I had a, fun. I had a comedy special. It was called Somebody Had to Say It. And... And we were working it out in tents, literally in tents during COVID. Soul Joel's. And Soul Joel's in the tent. And I was blown out of my mind because I was, I was pretty intense. I was comparing things to Nazis and, and calling it for how I saw it, trying to make it funny. But I was also shocked how many people were right there with me with the thought process. So we filmed the special. Joe and I went on tour at Metallica. The Metallica production crew did it for me. I mean, I had to pay them, but, but they, they did an incredible job. And I had it on a platform. And the platform was amazing. And we had uh, a prepayment thing for like $3.99. We already had about, I think, 20. We announced it in one week. We had 2,800 emails ready for prepay. And then the video... And then four days later, like, uh, yeah, no, we can't. We can't air this. 
I went, why? He goes, listen, Jim. And they were honest. The guy was honest. He said, listen, Jim, big fan. There's a lot of money involved here. If we air what you want to air, we're looking at losing 50 million to 100 million with some of the other musician acts and what's being demanded. We can't have a guy like you saying that. It would it would literally take down. It, it's not good for us. And he went, I said, where else can I go? He goes, well, there's one other thing, but they're also owned by the same gang. I'll say people. <laughs> I'll just leave it as that, and I'll talk to you all in private later. Um, and so with that said, I had to start. I said, oh, you know what? I'll start a Patreon page. That's the culprit. A, a Patreon page, and um, I'll, I'll do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It, I, I, they still owe. I got to be very careful here. Um, wait, 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 wait. Well, okay, here, here, here. So, so, okay, you can have it back. I've never seen anyone so. Okay, here we go. Remember, Jim, this is live. We can't take it back. This is true, but I'll do this. They didn't see it, so I'll do it above my head. Who controls more than you can ever imagine. I'm just saying they it's it's a lockdown on many, many, if not all entertainment. So what are you one thing? (laughs) Yes, are you scared right now? I'm sorry. No, I'm not scared. What? I didn't eat any of your candy. I'm fine. Um, (laughs) no, I am gonna say this. Yes. We had worked so hard on the special. Yes, you were very helpful. And when it went down, I I was so bummed. I was so pissed. Yes. And we were all on the same phone call. And I was like, what are we gonna do? You know, where can we release this thing? And this is, you know, I was so pissed. And this guy wasn't pissed. No, I, he, I remember. I understood. Even he, and he was on the phone with the guy, and the guy yep. I was talking to him, he felt bad. And Jim was like, "I remember your exact words were like, you 'You're like, don't worry about it. It's all, dude. I get it. It's all good.'" And I remember right then, we didn't. I didn't know where he was going to put it out or how it was going to come out. But I just go, "I, I guess it's going to happen the way it's supposed to happen." Because he just was like, "You know what? We'll figure it out." And I'm like, "Aren't you pissed?" And he's like, "No." I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, no. And then he just went on to the next thing. So this weekend we should, and I'm like, all right. And just, I was so blown away by that. No, I don't, you know, you, well, you didn't take it personally. No, I don't take it personally. I know as time moves on, everyone's tied to something. And sometimes they feel their hands are tied and they have to make decisions from the situation they're in. It's not easy. So I didn't blame them. I wasn't angry. I just went, how do we get around this? And we started the podcast. I went, oh, this will allow me to be heard in different ways. And it's not just stand-up comedy. We could talk and we can start uh, a community and see how many people feel the same way. And if we have the same thought process. And then that turned into the the Patreon page. If you ordered it, then from there, um, you get the special. And then 
after that, they were like, hey, listen, you got all your money back. It took months, but I'm like, oh, I got my money back. I'm like, well, I love doing this and I love the Patreon. And I kept wanting to give them more and more and more. And I didn't know what to give them. I said, how about we do live shows once a month? How about what 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 if we do like a Zoom? Christine, one of the uh, short, she goes, hey, why don't you get the Patreon members do like a Zoom? And I said, oh my God, let's do a, let's do a Zoom and we'll talk. And, and then that turned into about a year ago. When was that, John? When was the barbecue? February. February this year. So February of this year, a couple of the Patreon guys and girls said, Jim, I know that you're working out material in Tampa, which is I, I work out a lot in Tampa. They said, we're having, we're, we're all flying in from all different states to meet each other and hang out. I'm like, what? What do you mean you're hanging out? They're like, no, dude, we're hanging out. This one, we're getting this lady out of her house. She doesn't fly anywhere anymore. And we we, we, we want to take it. We want her. And and then this one's like, well, I, I can try. And then they all connected. And they said, well, we're going to do a barbecue. And it was that it was that Johnny's over here. And Johnny had a friend. And then we went to the barbecue. And I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if I was going to get whacked. I didn't know if, if it he was, was he was tripping. He I was, was like, tripping. He was like, I'm like, what am I doing? I'm going over straight. Like, what's going on? Is this a setup? Is this yeah. real? While what are we, we doing? While we were driving there, it was me, you, and the kid. Hey, it was me, you, and the kid. And we're driving there, and Jim's like, I mean, could this be a setup? I mean, what do you think? And I'm like, well, I don't know. We're a part of it if it, if it goes on. And uh, and yeah, well, we were driving over there, and then I was like. What's the barbecue going to be like? He's like, I don't know. The guy says it's going to be real barbecue. And I did not anticipate what it was. I And we got there. The dirt road. Down a dirt road. <laughs> I went, oh, this is a good fella scene. This is when this is when De Niro's going, no, no, it's down there. Go right down there. Go pick out whatever you want. No, no, no. Right down the dirt road. No, I'm good. I'm good. And next thing you know. It was just real people, real conversations. They had all these things from bits of mine. Like they took this little bit I do, which I, maybe I'll do tonight, Fat Jimmy. And they had, right. They had placemats saying Fat Jimmy approved. Which was Angela. So tonight, tonight you'll see all those uh, things all over and technically all what? the food over there is fat Jimmy approved. We got all pretzels, the, chicken got, tenders, all yeah, the chicken stuff tenders, all the wings, yeah. all the things that Joe uh, shoves down my throat after a show, and I say I don't want it. And next thing you know, I'm two martinis in and four pretzels and wings in. So that was the first time too that we all hung out and we all played wiffle ball. Remember that? Yeah. That wasn't a real game. We'll get a real game we'll going. Real oh, by the way, real quick. Yes. So two things. One, it was because of that which made me spark to do a whole weekend, which is why we're here. So I want to thank all of you. I want to thank yes. those, that crew, John and the gang and Travis and his wife and everyone um, for being a part of that and making me go, man, let's make this bigger and wider. Now, on a different note, I got a new way to introduce the kid into the show. Yeah, someone's getting high. Someone's smoking. smoking. Yeah, someone's smoking. Yeah. Someone's smoking. Um, I'm going to try it. No, you're not. I'm going to try it. <laughs> no, you're not. I want to see what it's like to do it and then go on stage. Is that a good way to do no, it? No, I wouldn't. I highly wouldn't suggest that. Maybe at the silent disco. Maybe. Okay. 
I'm not trying it, so don't. I know all you guys are like, we're going to give it to you. Yeah, so we'll introduce it now. Okay. So with the kid. Yeah. So this kid is, he's on tour with us in Metallica. He's 21 years old, filming everything. Uh, he don't know. When I say he knows nothing, he knows nothing. To the point where, so before every Metallica show, I'd go up and Joe would be playing music and we'd interact with each other and we'd warm the crowd up. And the kid would capture everything. So one of the shows, Metallica, the Foo Fighters are coming. Yeah. And Joe actually knows Chris. Chris. Yep. Who used to play in your band and yep. you're still best friends. Yeah, we're bros. So I go, Joe, can we get the Foo Fighters on camera tonight live? And can we get, you know, because I've met them too. I've met them and hung out, blah, blah, blah. And you come in like, dude, it's all set. Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl's in. Taylor, we're, all of Taylor them. Taylor, yeah. we're, yeah. we're going to, before Metallica goes up, we'll get the camera. It's going to go crazy. So I turned to the kid. I went, now listen to me. You got to make sure your cameras are locked and loaded because this is this is the Foo Fighters. The Foo, I want them when they arrive. When, you, when I walk in, I want their faces. And he just looks at me with all the innocence in the world. And he goes, are they popular? <laughs> I said, do you? I said, you being serious right now? The best part about the kid was, I said, what? He, he, was list, he started listening to Metallica once he was on tour with them. Yes. He had never listened. We were at the gym one day. He goes, I kind of like Metallica. I'm like, yeah. The band I, we're on tour with? I said, have you heard any songs? I don't think so. But then, so... With the Foo Fighters, I, he goes, so, they're, so are they popular? So then I, we start, we have a game. We're going to start the kid off with a game show. We're going to name people, like certain people you think he should know. Like, I don't think he knows Al Pacino. Probably not. I don't think he's ever heard the movie, like, Scarface. We should come up with things that we think are iconic. Iconic whether it's with your age or just in general, and we play, does the kid know this or does he not know this? I think it should be called, does the kid know or are we old? Like, I think. Yes. <laughs> I like that better. Does the kid know or, or are we old? All right. We got to wrap uh, these up. Joe, thank you. Thank you so Big much, round man. of applause for Joe Sibby. He's going to go up a little bit. And don't forget, after the show, we do have a Q&A. So, like, as soon as I end, then we stop, and uh, I think that's for everyone. I don't think we clear the room. Yeah, no, I, th I believe that's for everyone. So there'll be a Q&A after. So if the mic comes to you, just be ready. Some specific, whatever you want to say, but not, don't be shy about any question. I'm open to almost everything. Katie, is it for everyone? The Q&A? The Q&A after the show. It is for everyone. Okay, okay, okay. So we'll see you inside. Um, I want to thank you. I've never been in front of people doing the podcast, so this is kind of cool. Uh, it's great to see you guys. I'm happy for Fruit of the Earth. Uh, by the way, you all have a little thing of aloe on every one of your tables. On every one of your tables inside. And I'm I, I listen... I talk about things before. Did they did they give us some sponsorship? Yes. 
but not until long after I showed them how burnt I was and I talked about them on the podcast. It really was that thing saved my life. The picture, you see the picture of me fried somewhere around here. That's a real picture. That's not enhanced. I wasn't painted red. That was a horrifying jackass moment in my life. And I just doused myself with with the, the fruit of the earth and I didn't blister and I survived. So I want to thank Mike, the sound guy. I want to thank... I want to thank Katie for set, Katie Smith for setting this whole thing up. Knockout Productions and everyone here. The staff has been amazing at the hotel. Absolutely everyone part of the Art Ovation Hotel for hosting True Brew Weekend. And uh, we'll see you inside with some stand-up comedy in a little bit. Thanks for hanging out on the Bruniverse. We'll see you next time. Jim Brewer, and I got my own Patreon page, and hopefully you'll check it out. Live comedy concert streamed once a month. Weekly, you host your own podcast, and you interview me. Early access to the Bruniverse podcast every single week, and have bonus footage and bonus segments. I promise you I'm not going to let you down. Go check out my official Jim Brewer Patreon page, and I'll see you there.